Hey there, I'm Lucas Fitz. If you know me, you know two things to be true. I love a good pair of denim, and I'm always here for the stories. When I first got into the heritage goods movement and buying intentionally, I looked to American Field as an industry leader in connecting cool brands to cool consumers. There's nothing better than hearing the story behind how a big idea grew into a business. Now, we're bringing it online and inviting you to join in the conversation, whether you're watching or listening along from wherever you call home. I'll be hosting these fireside chats, intimate, personal looks at the inner workings of some of our favorite brands on our AF network. So, sit down, grab a whiskey or coffee or beer, and ride along as we shine the spotlight on real people and real stories. This is AF Fireside. Today's episode is brought to you by The Dairy Block, a vibrant, walkable micro-district in the heart of lower downtown Denver. Experience the Front Range's most inspiring retailers, food and beverage purveyors, and urban office concept alongside the Maven Hotel. Dairy Block, a distinctly crafted destination found. Hey, welcome back to AF Fireside. Uh, the mood is set for this episode. I have an incense cone lit up uh, that I got from this brand that we're talking to you today. Raphael from Alfred Lane is joining us from sunny Miami, Florida. At least I, I believe you're, you're in Florida right now, right? I am. It's hard to keep track of of where you are. You are uh, like the the James Bond of my Instagram feed, all all over the place, <laughs> all the time. How's it going, man? Good to see you again. Good to see you, Lucas. Uh, everything's going well. It's still sunny here. We don't have uh, any uh, cold weather here yet, so we're still wearing flip flops. All right. Well, I, you know, full disclosure, I'm. It's probably sixty degrees here, but I'm wearing Crocs. So that's, that's, oh, okay. that's not, not all that, all that different. <laughs> yeah. 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 No doubt. Cool, man. Well, give us the rundown of Alfred Lane. What's it all about? Um, Alfred Lane is a line of uh, personal and home fragrances, uh, all handmade, handcrafted here out of our Miami uh, design studio. Uh, essentially that boils down to uh, cologne, uh, both roll on and solid cologne. And on the home fragrance front, we have uh, candles, reed diffusers, incense cones, room sprays, um, and <clears throat> slowly expanding into other categories. We've been in business since 2013. Uh, I'm the founder of the company, and I started the company in Chicago. Uh, back then, I moved here to Miami uh, three and a half years ago. And uh, finally, during the height of the pandemic, I decided that I wanted to formalize the studio. And we now have a physical space where we make everything uh, and run the operations for Alfred Lane in downtown Miami. Very cool. What's the entrepreneur mm -hmm. small business scene like in Miami? I can't say that is a, a city that I, I equate Miami to other things than its small business community, but I, I'm sure there's something cool going on there. Can you speak to that? Absolutely. And, and I would, I, I noticed that even when I got here three, uh, three and a half years ago, um, you know, coming from Chicago and seeing other cities like LA and New York and some of the other kind of smaller cities, you definitely get the sense that there's an American made an American movement. People are making things with their hands and whether it be leather goods or candles or clothing or accessories. And when I first arrived to Miami, that wasn't as apparent. Um, but then I started doing these local markets and I have been very surprised at how much, how many artisans and how many um, different companies are part of the 
like craft, you know, like shop, local shop, small uh, community here. And uh, they're very supportive of one another. And I've been able to, you know, do a lot of networking here. I've met some of my customers that carry my products through some of these same markets. Uh, so it might not be as apparent when you first get here because Miami is sort of a fashion uh, city, you know, a lot of black labels, the Miami design district is down the street. And so you get your big brand, you know, black label brands that are mm -hmm. very uh, prevalent. But um, if you kind of get out of that, uh, that bubble, you quickly see that there are a lot of people out there making stuff, hustling and really uh, building their kind of their legacy, whether it be, you know, their life legacy or really tapping into their art, their craft and, and talent to build something from nothing. Totally. So how did you, how did you get started doing what you're doing now? Yeah. So I went to school for uh, graphic design and I did a lot of um, uh, freelancing. Uh, I checked out a bunch of worked at a bunch of digital uh, marketing firms and ad agencies, uh, startups, and then big corporations. And around 2012, the end of 2012, I kind of had this idea that I wanted something more out of my life. Uh, you know, I wanted to travel more and I was looking for, you know, I, I had recently read The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. And I think that, you know, that book has touched, you know, so many people's lives, even just by the title, it being so um, like catchy. Um, and so it intrigued my interest. Uh, the idea of like having a business that could make me money while I got to do some cool things, obviously not within the four, four hours in a week, but like the <laughs> idea that you could really maximize your, your output. Um, and so finding, look, looking at different ideas, whether it be things that I already provide as like design services or maybe a product that I could, you know, venture into. Uh, around the time I went into a um, boutique store in Chicago and I came across this um, solid perfume, just like a wax-based balm. Um, it was uh, like a women fragrance, uh, women company, uh, a woman fragrance company. And um, the girl that founded it, she was a chemist and she started this thing and then she I asked if there was anything like that for men. Um, <clears throat> and at the time, you know, not only did, did they not have anything like that for men, but when I did some research, I didn't see anything like that available for, for men. So, um, and also I had plenty of experiences with uh, the TSA confiscating my cologne or things breaking, you know, my cologne breaking in my, uh, sure. in my luggage. So I kind of started putting the, you know, make, connecting the dots and, I started messing around with, you know, making the actual fragrances and my stovetop, doing a double boiler type thing and kind of working through like different essential oils and figuring out what kind of, um, you know, uh, scent profiles I wanted to create. And that kind of was the spark. And that begat, hmm. you know, that begat the whole thing. That's crazy. I, I'm not, I'm not surprised to hear that that is was the angle that you you came in but if you had told me that you were that, you know that the background that you had was in like understanding scent and like scent was a, a passion of yours i would have believed that too I, I feel like this the fragrances that i've smelled in person are are so dialed in so i'm i'm surprised to hear that that 
that that's not your background. You don't have a chemistry background, right? That that's not where you came from. I don't. And the, I think the, my influence with the scent is because I grew up, uh, my dad always wore cologne and I grew up in a family that everyone wears perfume or cologne. And, um, I knew what was good. I knew what was not good. You know, obviously sure. a lot of that is, is subjective, but what would pair best with like summer weather versus like fall. Sure. And, you know, that was really helpful in informing me what kinds of, uh, what kind of points I wanted to hit on the scent spectrum. Mm -hmm. Um, and then obviously, uh, my design background helped me with the branding and be able to design the logo and very quickly, you know, start things up and kind of problem solve. Cause I, totally. that's the thing that design has, you know, that if I had to look at like the, the diploma, it, it hasn't been the clients. It hasn't been, I mean, that's been, um, uh, a byproduct of the work. But the thing mm -hmm. that has, you know, I can say, wow, design taught me this was to problem solve. And it just happens to be a very, uh, uh, very useful tool when you're starting up a business. Yeah, for sure. So what, what was it like to like learn the science of fragrance? That's like a, it's a, uh, a science, but it's also really personal. Absolutely. Um, you know, my main school was YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so YouTube it's like I just, university you heard in another episode youtube recently. university yeah like i just essentially looked at you know what other because i wasn't the only one making wax sent a wax bomb you know mm -hmm. i saw you know i looked at people making chapsticks for you know as a hobby and you know this the the solid perfume route and obviously you know <clears throat> everyone has like their own unique um uh like formula. And so I had to play with, first of all, learn about the ingredients, learn what each ingredient did and what ingredients to leave, to leave out mm -hmm. and what ingredients to bring in to create sort of like the right consistency. And then that, that from, um, um, like a ball makeup, but then from a, from a scent perspective, um, you know, I was looking for things. Uh, my, my main thing was like, okay, I just want to hit, set profiles that correlate with seasonality. So mm -hmm. something that's fresher and lighter tends to do a lot better. And it's, it's, it's more airy during the summer, something that's got a little bit more, you know, like woody notes, that's musky, that's got more, uh, more layers would, would tend to do better, you know, during your fall and winter months. And that I knew from just like wearing colognes and like buying, at the time when I first started the, the company, I had over 50 colognes because I was just like a cologne addict. Yeah. Um, but uh, that that helped me inform the decisions of how I wanted to go with the scents. And then I worked with a company to develop those scents based on what I, the notes that I wanted to hit, the base, cool. you know, you know, that kind of stuff. So Very I cool. didn't, I didn't from the very beginning, like mix all the, all the, all the chemicals or all the, you know the different ingredients for the specific fragrance uh but i was heavily involved in figuring out this is what i, I we need i need this to have a little bit more or a little bit less of you know this mm -hmm. particular note interesting yeah i feel like uh that is yeah there's just a lot of moving parts to creating a product line like that and you spoke a little bit about uh the inspiration that you got from the book that you were reading uh 
that that jumped you off into the adventure you're on now what 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 was like the internal process of deciding that you were going to actually make the jump to do it well i had prior businesses that failed <laughs> mm-hmm. and you know i i've i've tried a bunch of things um you know i had a couple of like businesses where i tried to um put out content like like a blog style content type thing and my idea was to like garner traffic and then monetize it you know via like uh you know advertising online advertising mm-hmm. stuff like that and i did a few few kind of experiments around that and it didn't pan out this the thing that was interesting to me about this it is was two things one scent is like a very powerful thing one is very personal and two is very powerful in the sense that it it hits you like in like a different aspect and different part of your brain mm-hmm. and if you like it you have really strong associations with it uh same thing with scents that are you know that you don't like you 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 have sort of this visceral response to them but in that i thought that that was a really interesting space uh from a from a from a physical perspective i like the idea that i was making this by hand and that i wasn't getting it manufactured uh somewhere else or that you know i, I at the time i liked the idea of digital products but I really like the connection that I had with the product that I made with my hands that then someone gave me money for in exchange or that a, a, a store would carry this product and they would tell the same story that I told them they would tell that story to their customers and it was like it it was it was like a, oh man so being an entrepreneur and you have a product that people like and then you have uh, stores that want to carry your products like this whole thing is so cool when it works totally and i wanted to make it work and i felt like from the get go i i i was very fortunate with this one w- with this venture because we did find that there was traction from the get go i mean at the time we were one of the few companies that had uh, a solid cologne offering now everybody does solid cologne Mm-hmm. um which is part of what happens when when you know with a category like this but we were one of the first few and i think we got in at the right time where we hit a good stride um and now we're you know we're we've ex- expanded upon that idea of the experience that you have on a personal level to now bringing those same sense into the home so sure. you know especially last year was super critical for us to um provide goods that people could buy so that they felt better in their spaces that they had to be in anyway so like the candles and the incense and stuff like sure. that so um yeah it's it's been super interesting sort of the evolution of how we started to how we broke into the home and without like our 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 core you know products are the personal but the home has become very important to what we do and it's an extension of that idea of like experiential and you know that sensory experience that you have with uh, fragrances for sure I mean you you speak about fragrance and about the business uh you, you can tell how personal it is to you and and I have so much admiration a lot of my favorite brands come from the minds of really conscious really educated consumers that know what they want and what they like and uh they they do it they do it better because of that you know i'm wondering 
how you balance that in a, in a manner that you can still maintain a personal life? <laughs> That's a good question. There, there's my uh, answer there, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the assumption is that it's balanced. Um, sure. No, so look, you know, one of the things that the topics that really uh, appealed to me in the four-hour work week was the idea that you could have a business and at a certain point in your in the life of your business, you'd be able to kind of start doing some of the things that you like to do. So at that time, around the same time, I found that I liked traveling and I started traveling all around the world. I went for the first time I went to um, Spain. That was the first time I actually got to go to Spain cool. and England. And then the year after I went to Peru and I developed this sort of like, oh my gosh, this traveling thing is super cool and learning about other cultures. Um, but I was doing, a, I had a full-time job and then I also had, um, you know, nights and weekends with Alfred Lane and to kind of reward myself, the, you know, to, um, remind myself why I was doing this, not just to have a business that is an asset for myself that I could eventually turn into a full-time thing, but then also build it around a lifestyle where I get to travel a lot. And so the balance comes in with, you know, I work super hard, um, you know, and I go really, really intense on, on those sprints where I either I'm creating something or I have a project for a month or two where it's just nonstop production. And then I take time to travel. Like mm -hmm. to me, that balances my, you know, my, it, it brings me to a place where not only do I feel recharged and I feel like creatively, like I'm getting, you know, I'm getting some of the stuff that I put into the, the business, but it also, you know, like to me, it's super fun and it, it validates, it validates what I do for myself. And then it also allows me, I'm starting to do this more where I take some of the aspects of, of uh, travel and I do a little bit of work. So for example, I was in Spain uh, two weeks ago and I went to a store inside of, uh, I went to a store in uh, Toledo and this was a fragrance company. And I don't remember, I don't remember the name of it. Cause it's actually, it, even though it was in Spain, they were from France and it was like a French company. Interesting. And then they had, they had a, a, a whole line of colognes and then they had a whole line of soaps. And I mm -hmm. went in there and I'm just like, let me just see what, what the Europeans are, are doing. Like, what are they yeah. smelling? What are they producing? What are they putting out there? And that to me is work because it's part of like the research aspect of it. How cool at that moment, I had like a little bit of a moment. I was like, how cool is it that I get to not only do this travel for fun, but then this is an area of my life that I am passionate about fragrances. Sure. And I got to do that while I didn't know that I was going to do it. I just stumbled upon the store and I saw it. I'm like, Oh wow, this is so cool. So it, the balance is, eh, it's like a, a it's always, I don't know that I achieve it, but I definitely find ways to kind of play with it. Totally. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. feels like there isn't a, there isn't an end, you know, there is, there isn't a right answer. It's it, it, there's, there's ups and there's downs. And sometimes you, sometimes it's more integrated than you want it to be. And sometimes it's just the right amount. Um, I don't know. I'm just yeah. so, so fascinated in learning how different people handle different pressures and, and, you know, diff different levels of commitment. It's cool. 
it's it's for sure cool to watch and i'll say man your your travels uh your travels are a lot of fun to watch uh, watch as well you go to some cool very cool places do you get inspiration on the fragrance end from personal experience oh yeah yeah i mean that 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 store for example is a a, a key you know example of traveling and you know i feel like every city has a different scent Sure. Um, for better, for worse, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but, but I do, I can, I can kind of point it out and, uh, I'm not an expert by any means on sense, but because I'm so aware of it, it would be to me very interesting to go to like capture all of these different scents from different cities. And I feel like I would be, I have a, I'm, I feel confident enough that I would be able to say, okay, that's Mexico city. Okay. That's Chicago. Okay. That's Spain. Okay. That's Toledo. Because of how, as soon as I get off the airplane, I smell the city and I smell the, the environment and, you know, and it's such a, I feel the culture, I feel the food, I feel the, you know, like what's going on so vividly that I, it just, it gets ingrained into my mind. Maybe you've got, maybe you've got a future doing like a, like an Anthony Bourdain style show. That's not about taste. It's about smell. That's a hell of a hell of an idea, actually. <laughs> I mean, you, you you can have that. <laughs> I, yeah, I want yeah. associate producer credit. That's all I, I want. <laughs> done. You got it. You got it. Done. Solid. What's next for the brand, man? What what can we look forward to? Uh, so currently we're, you know, speaking of things that are experiential, uh, earlier this year we released a line of coffees. Uh, they're flavored coffees. So I was traveling from uh, Miami to Dallas. A multiple day road trip. I stopped in Tallahassee to visit a customer of mine. We did a little pop-up inside of his store cool. and he had this uh, coffee uh, called Lucky Goat Coffee and they're based out of Tallahassee and I had their coffee and it was really amazing. They do really good work. So I reached out to them. And I'm like, man, I'd love to work with you guys. I'd love to do a collaboration. And then I came up with this concept of uh, three different coffee flavors based on uh, places where I've lived. So like I, I lived in Chicago and I lived in the South side, which is uh, an Irish neighborhood. So we have a Chicago coffee, which is Irish, uh, Irish cream and hazelnut. Cool. And then I lived in Savannah. That's caramel and pecan. Cause I ton of pecan pie when I lived there and then Miami, you know, vanilla and coconut. And so we're going to uh, be releasing some unflavored, uh, coffee for, the customers, uh, my customers that have expressed to me that like, Hey man, I like my coffee without any flavor. And I sure. normally would do the same, do as well. And so that's next up on um, our product line, as well as um, we're releasing reed diffusers and uh, different sizes for the candles, uh, especially ahead of the holidays. Yeah. We want to make it super easy for people to, you know, uh, give, you know, like stocking stuffers, you know, so for sure. Awesome, that's man. that's what we got for the rest of the year i love it i love it cool where is the best place for people to stay in touch if they want to learn more about offered lane so uh we're more active on instagram so at alfred lane fully spelled out together um uh, you can subscribe to our newsletter on alfredlane.com that's also where you can get your um your your wares we ship worldwide and you can also find out if there's a store near you uh, that carries a product so you can go check out, um, our stuff. 
Very cool. Man, I'm going to ask you one last question before I let you go. This is a question that I have thought a handful of times when lighting up an incense cone, and this feels like the appropriate place to ask. What's Alfred Lane? Alfred Lane is a name that I came up with. Essentially, I like the name Alfred, and we were looking at New Orleans uh, names. Uh, I say we because it's you know me and like just yeah. getting feedback from people. Sure. And I like I like Alfred Street, Alfred Road, Alfred Avenue, and I like things in threes because of sort of the asymmetrical balance thing from from the design world. I googled alfredlane.com, and the handle was available. The domain name was available. And I felt like I could build an entire brand around it without any associated things, yeah. uh, like pre-associated things to it. Um, so that was it. I said, okay, that's the name. And then just roll with it. Sometimes you just love it. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Man, it's awesome to connect with you. Can't wait to see you in person soon. Going to hang out. Yes, sir. Very soon uh, in Brooklyn, I believe. Uh, I'm actually... Uh, hopefully uh, the next Washington okay, uh, cool. Very cool. Uh, sh- show or ma- market. Awesome. We'll catch you there in our, our nation's capital. And, and you'll have to tell me what it smells like. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. Awesome, man. Well, it's great to connect. Great to just hear your voice and, and chat for a bit. Uh, look forward to seeing you soon. Likewise, brother. Right. Thank Take you care, for having man. me. For yeah. sure. See ya. Bye-bye. I'm Lucas Fitz, and this is AF Fireside. To learn more about all the brands featured on the podcast, check out fireside.shopaf.co. And don't forget to subscribe to us on your streaming platform of choice. Thanks for listening. Today's episode is brought to you by The Dairy Block, a vibrant, walkable micro district in the heart of lower downtown Denver. Experience the Front Range's most inspiring retailers, food and beverage purveyors, an urban office concept alongside the Maven Hotel. Dairy Block a distinctly crafted destination found.